Now, what more could you ask for? Sunday afternoon, playing for first place in your own house. No one should be able to match the energy that we bring out here. Doesn't it feel good when your crowd behind you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think I was here 20 days before I saw clouds. Let's give them something to cheer for now. Hey, I'm not going to be a real patient guy now. And I said, this stop. Hey, I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. Screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his thing music. Hey, me, I'm on the ground again, boy. You have a problem. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tired. This is what we're supposed to do and win. Win on three, one, two, three. Victory. Pretty solid. It's pretty solid to win. Feels real good to fuck Cam up a little bit, doesn't it? Ooh. Yeah, I'm yeah, going boy. for it. I'm going for it. I'm just saying. For a lot of years, we've watched him do this fucking Superman, whatever shit it is. We got to put him on his ass a little bit this game. Felt good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it felt better, Gerald, getting a nice 15-yarder to help us out on a scoring drive. Uh, I'll tell you what. He's that- still the best player on our team. Just ask him. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> Jensen Man. getting under his skin a little bit. I heard he said something about his mom. Like, I, I kind of heard through the grapevine. He said something about his mom on the field, which, like, if no, true. That was, that was Ian Beckles joking. No, it was somewhere else, too. I think Ian was joking, but I heard it somewhere else, too. And I thought to myself, if this is actually true, that's A, hilarious, and B, it's also really sad that that still bothers him. I heard he said that Batman sucks. <laughs> Equally just as bad. Might as well have talked about his mom. <laughs> that man, hey. Before still- we get into too much Bucks talk, where you know we do ninety nine point nine percent. But so number one, I got I got a shout out to the Rays, Kevin Cash, balling, going on a little playoff deal here. So go Rays. Got about ten games left, trying to get the wild card. Hey, uh, bring it home, get in the playoffs. Um, now, going to the NFL, have you noticed, like, I'll, pu- I'll put it this way. Is it just a lot more bad football? Yes. Short answer, <laughs> just, yes. I don't know how else to say never, that. Yeah. I'll put it this way. You've never seen, I think there's two spreads this week, which – you're not a betting person that's the odds of the game how many how much a team's going to win over another team and there's two spreads that i think are like 20 points and that has never happened in the nfl and normally in a season like you're lucky if you get a spread over 10 points and now we're getting these like 20 point spreads you're you're watching the dolphins get smoked by 40 the jets getting smoked like there's some i'm always going to watch the bucks but i don't know what it is like not letting them train as much in the offseason I definitely, I was going to say, I think, yeah. There's some pretty brutal games to watch, and I I just wanted to throw that out there as a total take on the NFL. It's They better uh, tighten up the screws a little bit, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, I do think the preseason has to do with it. They're just not hitting as much. So these, and I, you know, we talked about Ian. I actually heard him say this in his practice. They were doing two-a-days, and they were hitting the whole summer. We're not, we're not doing that now. I mean, we're. I mean, shit, me and you are 33 years old. Like, 
we used to do two a days in high school. You know what I mean? Like hell yeah. <laughs> I mean it's it, it's just great. And then plus like the the reviewing, it's just like I I don't know, man. I'm coming to the point where I'm always gonna watch the Bucks as long as I, but like the times of me watching a a, a Titans Eagles game, like it's it's like not happening but as much anymore. I'm like, eh, yeah, I find myself only watching the Bucks and then only watching like my fantasy football team players. That I, and honestly, even at that, I'm only really watching the matchups. What I've found myself doing most is watching Red Zone. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah, that's a solid, solid channel. That that still keeps it fun. But uh, I just thought I'd throw that out there. But anyway, like, watching the like for example, I live in Nashville. Watching the Titans play is pretty fucking brutal. Like. All yeah. like I'll say this, myself included. I was on the Mariota train, and honestly, I I still don't think he's a bad pick. I just think he has had a bunch of coordinators, and I think he is so gun shy now that he is just he is a average quarterback. All that to be said, man, he is boring as hell to watch play football. In a weird <laughs> way, yo, I'd almost rather Jameis be slinging that thing. Like, yeah, he might throw a pick or two, but. At least you know he's moving the damn ball. Yeah, well, we'll see. And, yeah, I mean, look, back to the Bucks. This Sunday? I mean. Mandatory. Get a. We got the W. uh, And everyone can say what you want. They played like shit, whatever. On the road, short week, division opponent. We're taking that dub all the freaking time. I don't don't care how we get there. Ugly or not, it's still a win. And. There ain't been a lot of that around here for a while, so however we get it, I don't care what it looks like. I'll take it. Oh hell yeah! And how? Uh, okay, okay. Let me. This is a two-parter, but I already kind of know your answer. To this is because I've known you long enough. How good did it feel to watch Shaquille Barrett coming off that edge, fucking smashing Cam? That 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 was awesome. I haven't and, seen. Uh, I mean, excluding JPP, but. I don't know. Shaquille Barrett looked a little different to me than JPP even last year. Like he just, he looked quick. Yeah. And, and, and the thing he, uh, you can tell in my opinion that he's been a teammate of Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware. Like he's not just that, like that was my biggest thing with no Spence. Like the dude just trying to beat you around on the edge. Like you just can't do that in the NFL. And he'll go up there and mix his moves up and you can tell he's, he's just worked on it to where he has two or three moves that he can counter. You know, if he goes on a bull rush, goes spin inside and out rip, like, you know, he, he can give you a different look instead of just one or two that the left tackle sitting on. So, uh, I don't know yeah, good I, for him. I, I was he's really... kind of a grinding dude coming on later in his career. So I like it though. Him. I like it. it. It It's just fun to watch. And I'll tell you what, man, right now, MVP of our team, I don't care what anybody says, Todd Bowles, hands down. Because to take that defense the way we looked last year and to see what we're doing now, boy, it's not even close. It's not even close. Oh, yeah. It's unreal different. Yeah, look, um, (laughs) you know, me me and you both kind of talked about that. I I saw us making a huge jump. I just – I kept saying, and we kept saying, like, we just have more talent than what we're doing. Like, we're we're not saying these guys are the '85 Bears or the old Bucks, but uh, I mean, we had enough talent to be a top twenty defense and at least not giving up forty a game. You know what I mean? So good for him. 
I, I don't care what anyone says. You can't tell me if you're a D lineman that you don't want to line up to Ndamukong Sue. I don't care what he does in the in the stats column, but I think he's made Will Golson better. Even from that that clip in the preseason, I saw them and and Sue and him were talking, and Golson's like, "Man, I just want to learn from you." And Sue's like, "Look, bro, we just have to get a you get you a couple moves, and we just get an attitude that that we're going to be nasty." And you and you can just tell that that D line is so much better stuff in the run and yeah man i don't know we, we got, got some beef up front i was <laughs> vita got- and indomitian are just that you know what's funny is everyone this kind of this honestly pissed me off after we won everyone's like oh they should have run cam up the middle go back and watch that play you tell me where cam is running up the middle on that play i'll wait anybody out there on twitter whatever you tell me where he was going to go because Indomitian Sue and Vita had some crazy push up the middle. I don't see him getting that first. I promise. Yeah, I mean, he probably would have to go. I mean, you just historically that it He's always great at it too. And yeah, so that's I think that was more of the thought. But yeah, I mean, and even even Golston coming in, like I said, playing. I, I just I love what they're doing up front. I mean, if we can get to be honest, even if we can get Nassib or. Uh, someone else kind of throwing another sack. I'd, I'd like to see uh, him or a Sue or, you know, someone else mix up a sack this Sunday. And I think they will, you know, we're still, we're still getting our feet, feet wet a little bit and uh, honing in on the defense. But I, I'll say this on Sunday. I don't as great as Saquon Barkley is with the rookie quarterback. Todd Bowles has to be saying shit. Let's roll. I, I don't care what kind of fucking rookie quarterback with your first start is that you remember back in the day, if a rookie quarterback came into Tampa, Monty Kiffin's just like, we're about to eat this dude's lunch. Like, it don't matter. It was so bad, bad. There, there's, to me, no excuse unless we give them points for them to score more than 20. There's absolutely no excuse. Shit. I was uh, thinking two touchdowns max. And, yeah, I, and I, mean, I was thinking Saquon getting both. And on the and on the flip side, we, we should be able to score 20, so... I think this kind of needs to be a W should be a W. If you want to do something, you know, we'll get into all these little people moving and people getting hurt. We got some openings here, but you know, good teams, you want to kind of go do something with your season. You got to win games like this for sure. This is, this is a winnable game. This is the, this is the NFL. This is a winnable game. I get it each week. You know, you're preparing for a guy that's a little different, but at the same time, he kind of is similar to Eli, honestly, in the way he plays. So I don't know how much different preparation. He's a little more athletic, but yeah, honestly, I would say definitely more athletic. Th- well, yeah. yeah, not not a ton different. And it, like I said, it shouldn't matter. We should. There's no even I, if it was I, Eli, I, I still think we win this. Oh yeah, I, to be honest with you, I'd feel more comfortable playing Eli than Daniel. I, I at least the for the Giants, at least it gives them the unknown that we haven't, we can't like get tape on them, but. Like I said, Todd Bowles should be uh, having fun, some dialing up some blitzes this week, and and showing Daniel Jones some some NFL blitzes. Exactly what I was going to say. I think you know up till now we've dialed in blitzes, but we haven't been too exotic. From what at least what I've seen and heard, we've been kind of like scaling into that. I think this might be the week we throw a couple wrinkles in there and just really throw a lot at this dude because if we get any kind of pressure. And I, I think their offensive line is pretty bad because you and I talk about it. I still don't know how Saquon puts up the numbers he does because that team is bad around him. 
but he is a monster. Yeah. So I think if shit, even if we double him, Evan Ingram is really the only other thing on that offense that scares me. But other than that, I'm not really afraid of much. No, like I said, you know, do do what you can. You got to have eyes on Saquon the whole time, and 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 make other people beat you. And the the way our defense is going now, they should. Like I said, twenty points. It shouldn't. They shouldn't get to that point. And, and for um, our offense, honestly, we should be able to score more than twenty. Like we should be able to put a four yeah. touchdowns on them. Yeah, exactly. This this needs to be, uh, you know, get a little momentum here for this offense, and I, I think it needs to be like a thirty point week and um, get Jameis rolling on like a a three touchdown. Get you know Evans turned in there. Braid, someone put a put a hit out for OJ Howard. Let's see if he can show up on Sunday. And um, oh, dude, we want to tell everyone about you almost jinxing the game Sunday. No. No, Thursday. No, what was Thursday. It, Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, going along, having a great game here. Uh, me and Ryan, you know, he's in Tennessee. I'm here in Tampa. And, you know, get to the point talking, game's going well. We had a good, nice field goal kick. And, you know, we're talking about players at halftime or whatnot. What was it going in the third? Something like that. And it was, it was definitely in the third, almost yeah. like a ser- like it was a couple plays before he went for the, the field goal. Yeah, and, and old Ryan over here comes. I'll tell you what, I don't want to jinx it, but uh, <laughs> old Matt Gay. And as soon as he said Matt Gay, I said Ryan, shut up. And he's <laughs> like, well, no, I just, I just wanted to say. I said, I know what you want to say, shut up. He's like, I'm just saying Matt Gay's good, man. And he's been kicking the sh- next freaking field goal. <laughs> so jinx of the year. Ryan's already last year jinxed Donald Jones. This year jinxed OJ Howard. Man, we you know, when you put it like that, I might have put the hex on. on. Send some, uh, shit. you want to tell everyone your address or send you like some sage or something? Shit, I've been saging the house, though, to be honest with you. It's been working. Feels good in this place. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I don't know. I, it, <laughs> I, I do, I, I will touch on him for a second. I won't, I won't, you know, go too in depth, but I do think he's pretty solid. I think he, of all the kickers we've oh, had, yeah. he just seems like. The moment's not too big. He's he's like meant to play in the league, if that makes sense. Like he just looks like he belongs. Like he's gonna miss a couple for sure, but man, he's got a cannon for a leg. Dude looks like he can boot it. Yeah, and I like that he's come back from uh, you know preseason. I think he missed a PAT, and so I like that he's kind of like come back from a miss every now and then, and and that's good because that's the that's what you don't want. Like you miss one every now and then, okay, but you don't want the one to. You miss the one, and then you go to two to three. That's that's when it just kills you for a game. Yeah, when they start building and rolling, you you try to avoid. That's like an interception. You know what? It's going to happen. The other team's trying to, but you move on. So yeah, let's see Matt Gay just bounce back next week. Be a hundred percent on everything. That'd be a good start. Um, oh, absolutely. going back to the game. Touch, I want to touch real quick. You you got let me let me go real quick because I got I got bone to pick. I'm starting to think, and I'm. Getting this feeling more and more. Look, I'm I'm a Tampa kid, you know, through and through. But I'm starting to feel like we got some real asshole or dumb fans in Tampa. I got people on these chat rooms and Twitter and shit that are telling me already that like some guys were starting a conversation yesterday on a website saying that Devin White isn't a good run defender. You guys have seen this kid play a game 
in about three minutes. He played about three minutes of that game. Not, nonetheless, in that three minutes, he had two tackles. So if you want to extrapolate that over the game, he would have 10. But I'm not even going to do that. You watch this kid play a game of football. No one can tell me you're smart enough or good enough evaluator of talent to tell me after one game what a kid can't do. Nonetheless, the kid was sick as dog shit all week. Oh, that that first game. So even if he had got trucked over five times, I tell you what, I'm giving the kid a freaking pass for being a rookie, calling the plays. The kid couldn't talk. He got IVs all week, lost about 10 pounds. So I just wanted to say that for some of you people out there, get over it. And you're probably saying people that were bitching about V2V last year. Hey, I was in that crew, though. Shit. I I mean. I'm kind of talking to you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing, though. Answer this on. This is a good question. This is a good follow-up from last year. Would you still take Vita over Derwin? Yes. Like, that easy for you to make that call? I would, yeah. Damn. That's not what I thought you were going to say. I'll be honest with you. I thought you would say, you know, Derwin's a pro bowler, great safety. That'd be a hard decision. You know, something like that. You know know he's out for, what, the year right now? So, I mean, that'd have something to do with it. Okay, let's assume both of them didn't have injuries. <laughs> um, so you got to put this into context. Take V to V off our team. Also take probably Jordan Whitehead off our team, and maybe even take Mike Edwards off our team, because if you're drafting Derwin, you're definitely not drafting Whitehead, and you're probably not going to draft Edwards this year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I get it. What we turned it into, and and I I agree. It all is working out uh, seemingly in a good way for us. I'm just saying, you know, to your point about Devin White, the revisionist history thing is is funny because early last year, Roquan Smith, if everyone remembers, he didn't fly out of the gates and dominate. Yeah, look, it, like I said, Khalil the- Mack didn't fly off and dominate. I mean, there's a, countless examples. And I, and I want to say this too. For everyone who's going to say, I had to pick this guy, the only other choice that was going to happen was Josh Allen. I was going to say, so that's the only other option. So don't, t- don't tell me we were going to draft Bush or this or Brian Burns. I don't care what those guys. It was either him or Josh Allen. Let's be honest about it. And at my recollection, Josh Allen hadn't had a sack yet. So I don't know what you guys are jumping up and down for. But well, I'm he had saying. a he had a good preseason, and so I think that got people excited. But preseason don't mean shit. We're in the real season now, and exactly, you got a kid, a young kid, calling the calling the defense. He's and, gonna be all right. He'll be all right. Yeah, and for people to say, "Oh, well, the defense looked better when Mincer came in," dude. The the kids, the guy's been in the league. He's a, a talented kid in himself, and he's been that you know he's known that defense. He's been with Bulls before, so like. Just freaking relax. And I've even pointed out to a couple plays with you, like where Olsen was kind of getting them over the middle. Like I think Devin White could have like kept up a little better. Oh, yeah. Um, that's the thing. Mincer is definitely not as fast. So in that way, yeah. I definitely think, uh, you know, Devin White would have been a better option, obviously, on those downs. But that, but, but anyway, also, it's just way that, too freaking early to start talking about that shit. So. In a weird way, that's uh, also like kind of a good thing. The fact that we can have a backup linebacker that's experienced and veteran and come in and run the defense. And you think, Oh, that was as good or maybe better than our top five pick. That's almost oh, yeah. speaking and, uh, to depth I will agree with, and the defense. I will agree with the people that like, 
that's a one position, honestly, like probably the best position on our team that like if we lose him, we have Minter and Buchanan there. Like I still feel good. The, the drop off, it's like it's not like losing V to V and putting Nacho in or losing Mike Evans and putting uh, Watts in it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the drop off isn't as bad. So it, it makes it a look look a lot better. But um yeah, I had to get that off my chest. Like let, let this kid play a little bit and like let let's Hopefully he gets back from that knee sprain. I, I think they said he might miss this week or whatnot, but let's, let's talk about him at like week 10 or 12 or something and see what we got. <clears throat> yeah. I had, you know, the other thing I was going to tell you, I, um, you know, I kind of felt similarly about Ro about not Rojo. I almost said Ronald Jones. <laughs> Shit. Although we didn't see much of him. I'll tell you, Peyton Barber had a hell of a game, but I was going to talk about Jameis a little bit. We all shit on Jameis after game one because he made some dumbass decisions. Some of those, I think, were proved to be not 100% his fault, but it doesn't matter. He plays a position where everything is his fault, and it's always, you know, his if we win, too. But yeah. I saw a lot of people still not happy with with Jameis' performance, and I'm like, what else do you want from this guy? Yeah, you know what it is? Is they people got so used to this high-flying first first um in the league and passing yards all this bullshit number one is a different offense so also i think i think our offense isn't gonna hit the stride here for a couple weeks hopefully we get you know we had a a longer time so hopefully start showing this week but look they he only threw the ball what i think 25 times on the dot he was seven 16 or 17 for 25 i think he had 220 and a touchdown but yeah, like Harriman catches that, and Mike Evans makes a, a, a tough catch in the end zone. And, and I honestly, I thought the the Perryman should like have been a touchdown. Catch, yeah, I, I man, I almost kind of think that first Evans one was that. That's just a ball he at least usually more gets. I think he just got his head around late, but I feel like he usually gets a way better effort on that. But anyway, yeah, like those are two plays, and then look, uh, and those were dimes. Dimes. Which, yeah, we're gonna have to realize like we're gonna try to run the ball more, and I think we'll get some more. We'll get some explosive plays. I, I think you know we'll get Evans a deep shot. I th- you know Perryman will get in there, and maybe we get Scotty Miller involved a little bit in the downfield. So we'll get it going a little more. They, you know, I think it's a real complicated offense, and even even Carson Palmer, um, I heard him talking about it in the offseason that like it's it, it's a big offense to kind of wrangle together but look uh, we have to have a running game to win like i'm i'm happy he you know what byron left which i'll say this I, at first i was a little like eh, i don't know just watching some of the play calls i was like man you're you're calling these long vertical routes like guys yeah. aren't really getting open but i'll tell you what that second game the commitment well really the end of the first game and the second game the commitment to the run i yeah. have to admit that, Sometimes it's hard to watch because we want to see a big play and we have guys we think we can make those. But I'll tell you what, grinding it out in our division, the way to beat the Saints is take the ball out of Drew Brees' hand. I know he's hurt, it, but... If, if you, I mean, let's be honest. When did the Saints start becoming a Super Bowl contender when they got Kamara? They weren't a Super yeah. Bowl contender when Drew Brees threw the ball 400 yards every game. Let's be real. They weren't. They, they were and Super he was Bowl throwing contender. a lot of picks, too. Yeah. So yeah, that's just going to be our recipe for success. And yeah, like you said, the past six quarters, the last two of the first game, of the, I haven't seen us run the ball like that in a while. So at hey. least six years. I'm, 
yeah, I'm all for Peyton Barber. And it, I think they're just kind of going hot hand. Um, I'm cool with it. We don't have a stud, stud guy yet. So ride the hot hand. And I I still kind of see Ronald Jones like week six. Like I I think he can kind of take over because I do think he's, you know, he he gives us more. Yeah, he gives us more of a shot to have a 30, 40 yard run than Barber. But hey, I mean, the, the thing that Barber does and just a no BS dude, man. He'll turn a three-yard run into a five- or six-yard run. And when you keep doing that, it's putting us in good position. So, hey, you're going to keep him out there. I'll tell you so what, and and down the stretch, another guy that I wanted to shout out, Cameron Brayton made a hell of a third-down catch to keep a drive alive. Like, like oh, yeah. dude was wrapped all over him, and he caught the ball. Just You could tell he had, you know, strong I, I grip on it. it. I hate to say it, but the way that game went, it's like, I wanted to see way more Cameron Braid than OJ Howard. I was just like freaking well, over. I mean, it's like, and it also is. something that's irking me a little bit about the OJ thing. Have you seen him on multiple occasions? They're putting him one-on-one with defensive ends and blocking situations. Like, yeah, they did that. I think that's actually how Gerald got his only tackle for loss. They did that. They put him against Gerald. Listen, um, OJ is a great tight end. He is, but we ain't winning a lot of those. Just ain't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It just ain't going to happen. Like, he's a good tight end, but he should be helping and chipping, not, and especially, he's so quick and agile and fast. Like, what linebacker is saying with him one-on-one? I don't know. I'm I'm a little surprised at the way we're using him right now. I honestly think, you know, we talk a lot about screen game. I honestly think O.J. Howard in the screen game could be really good. It's like sneaky good. Um, yeah. Especially the tight end position. There's not a lot of those guys but they do it with Kittle. They do it with, you know, uh, dude in Kansas City. Um, I don't know why I'm forgetting his name. Kelsey. Kelsey. But yeah. I think O.J. Howard could be doing that. I'm a little surprised, but I think to your point, I'm going to I'm gonna hold off like strong opinions until we get week six or seven and kind of let these guys get some time, real game action yeah. playing in this. I definitely think they've, they've almost scaled back in a sense on the offense, so – yeah, I'd, I'd like to see uh, when they open it up here in the next couple of weeks. But, hey, good for – I mean, we still have our boys Donovan Smith and DeMar Dotson doing their freaking offsides bullshit they always do. But, I mean, good for the guys interior more. But even, you know, even Donovan Smith there got rolling a little on some run blocking. So, hey, they're they're making some, making some holes we haven't seen in a while. Keep doing that. Jensen, keep being nasty. Get that mindset of being nasty through the whole offensive line. If you guys think we're a run first offense, good. We'll run first and then come on play action. Me and you kind of like that. Um, I think Jameis is best at that too. Honestly, yeah. He, yeah. he was great at Florida State off play action, and that was and something I mean, we talked about. And shit, I mean, look, you get a little running game going. You got to put a safety up. And Mike Evans is it's game Mike over. Mike Evans or, or Godwin, you got to go one on one with, and then we'll take our chances all day. So that looks like a success for us. But yeah, I do like the way the offensive line looks a little bit. I f- and you know what? I, you this is the positive. He's still giving up some plays, but Alex Kappa. I swear, I don't feel like we're saying his name very much, and that's almost kind of the point. Yeah, yeah. L- like we were really worried about him. I'm telling you, I think I'm more worried about Dotson than I am him. Yeah, this is, I'll tell you what, this is definitely, definitely yeah. 
Dotson's last year. <laughs> no doubt. As a starter. I don't know if they want to bring him back as like a backup guy next year, but uh you can't count on that dude to start next year. But mental errors and just even if bad. if he keeps declining, um they, they picked up God, I forget the I guess he was an old Jags player that it's has started some games in this league, and then the guy we traded for from the Steelers. Um you, you never know. One of those guys may uh they get their time. They they start practicing hard, younger body, and uh, we'll we'll kind of keep an eye out for that. All right. Well, we'll end on this. I uh, I think we get the dub this weekend. I think we do. I really believe that. I, I this is a winnable game, and honestly, like frankly, I think this is a game we should win. Um, I think we have to if we're going. Now, do you? I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I don't either. The, I'm only focused the, on the Giants. Yeah, given the breeze. Thing, yeah, I don't. This is probably one of those don't jinx it, don't talk about it. Yeah, but it's just it's pretty open, it, more than it's ever been. Yeah, it is. But as a team, like, and even I'm glad that Arian said that. He's like, you know, if we start thinking that way, I'm gonna put the kibosh to it. So I'm I'm glad he's kind of on top of that. But uh, you know, as a fan looking around, I I, I want to ask you this, NFC. Let's straight stick to the NFC. I, right now, you know, obviously with Breeze gone, Rams have to be the top dog, right? Dallas looks solid too. Okay. Is well, anyone I, look unbeatable in the NFC? I, like, I was going to say, even. Do, it's funny they, you, you asked that. Say the Rams. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I don't even think the Rams. The Rams barely beat the Panthers the first I, week. I was going to say, right? th- that's what I was exactly what I was going to use as reference. Honestly, I don't think anyone. Anyone looks unbeatable. I don't either. To me, this this NFC is AFC. Is on the other hand, there's some teams that like we ain't. Yeah, I mean, it just ain't between the, between the Pats and Chiefs and Ravens. Uh, yeah, Yikes. good luck. That that's the only three teams that are doing shit in the AFC, in my opinion. If one of those three teams don't win it, something. Uh, Boy, something Lamar something Jackson weird. is making people look real stupid right now. Yeah, I mean, but then again, like, who they played last week? I forgot, but they played the Dolphins the first week. Like, I, I kind of like to see them play a real team. But to, I'll be honest, the AFC sucks besides those three teams, to be honest with you. Like, there ain't a lot of good teams in the AFC. The oh, NFC, I thought the Jaguars would be better. I think that whole Nick Foles injury really threw them. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of had decently high hopes for them just getting that defense back, but no. I'll tell you what, Jalen Ramsey bitching ain't helping. Well, I was just going to ask you, is there any scenario where you kick the tires on that? I know we've already invested a ton in our secondary, so. but they're, that dude's so they're different. Ask, yeah, so they're asking for two number ones. They're not going to get two number ones. No, but not in on a one-year deal, and you don't know 100%. I mean, any that's deal, what I'm I saying. think. Like, number one, you only get him if you sign him long-term. 100%. Right now, I mean, we can <laughs> right now we don't have <laughs> shit to sign him long term. Plus, if we got to keep Jameis, that puts us not to mention our cornerbacks right now are what first rounder, second rounder, Vernon next year is gonna, second rounder, yep. third rounder. Like <laughs> I mean, we've invested so much in and the money, and then you got to give up a first. And I think you know, I think they'll probably able to get like a first and a fourth or something for him. Um, you know, from a team, I just, I don't think we can give that up. We, we're going to have to next year. A first in JPP for Jalen Ramsey. Don't sound too bad to me though. Just saying. 
how are you going to pay him? JPP salary. We don't have to worry about until next year. Essentially, oh, that's what I'm saying. How are you going to pay him next year? Well, JPP, JPP was making is only, se- is only seven mil on the books. Uh, for next year, I thought points. it was twelve. Oh yeah, for next year. But that, so that's so what I'm saying. You, how are you going to pay? Well, Jalen Shit, Jalen Ramsey would probably he wouldn't be a twelve million guy. He would be more like what's Gilmore is sixteen or seventeen, so he'd be at least that. Jalen's going to want twenty. And then how are you going to resign uh, Jameis as well? That shit ain't happening. Well, damn, and that'd be nice, away, though. I'll tell you what. Then, a, lo- a true number you, one lockdown? Then you give away uh, a number one and a number four. And then we got, uh, say we lose Sue, say we lose Jensen and Dotson. Uh, and we got, what, two draft picks? Uh, we're getting a little dicey there. So you'd rather, you to you, the draft picks and younger players is more important than getting a guy like Jalen Number one, because he's an asshole. But he's yeah. a good asshole. Yeah, so is Deshaun Jackson. That worked out well for us. Different. Um, I, a little different. I, how so? I've never seen Jalen phone it in. He just yelled at his coach for not for not doing a replay on a three-yard pass play. And he yelled at his coach in the face. I thought that, it was that because they out. were playing zone. No, it was because he wanted him to review a three-yard pass play. He's a freaking moron. But anyway, I don't um, know. I, I just don't think you give up that. Like, off the bat, like I said, we're losing Dotson next year. The, it, Jensen's going to be tough because he's making so much. Let's say we lose him. Sue's making a lot. If we got to re-sign Barrett, that's money right there. I just think we need all our – and I, I think like our – honestly, I think we could go our first four rounds next year going like O-line and D-line. I just think we're going to have to put all our draft capital next year. Because like I put it anymore into the secondary, we're not going to draft nope. any more receivers. We're Maybe not, you know what I mean? We're not going. We're not going to go. Like, yeah, I could see us doing a, a running back, but uh, trenches anyway. next year is really going to be where where our draft lives. Which I, hope I feel so. like every I hope year. So. It, well, it should unless there's something, you yeah. know, like somebody falls that you don't expect, similar to what happened with OJ yeah. Howard. Like, I just I mean, think we'll have to replace Sue. We're going to have to replace Dotson. Hopefully, Kappa ends up being the dude. Whether that, we that'd be keep really it. great. Yeah, and then I mean, you look around, and and then it's like shit. You got all these guys on rookie deals. Our whole secondary on rookie deals, depending on what you do with Hargraves. Then if we want to re-sign Barrett, you know, we're gonna have to throw a little money at him. Um, and Hopefully, Nassar. he earns that. I, I would love to have. To, I would love to be in that situation because then I know Barrett's had a good year, and that'd be dope. Because we need and that. Na- and NASA as well. If we want to resign, like, <laughs> we got a lot of guys on one year deals. So there's going to be, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know about old Jalen. He's, he's, to me, he's seeming like the, these divas that are, uh, causing more trouble. And I mean, sucks because he's a hell of a player and there's not a lot of lockdown corners. But I don't know. Do you know what the thing I like about our team right now is? I don't think we have a lot of that. Like, Mike I Evans think- is the most undiva white, like, top. And five so, receiver and so I've ever God, seen. And so, was, and so was Godwin. Like, Bruce Arians was talking about how... How he, he blocks. Yeah, yeah, like... He said so he was, was the Godwin. best blocker he's ever seen, and he coached Heinz Ward. Think about that for yeah, a second. Exactly. And Fitzgerald. So, and think about, like, our cornerbacks. There's no divas. Like, like Carlton Davis ain't a diva. Vernon Hargraves, as much as he's kind of like a weird... But he's not a diva. He's a coach's kid. With like Shaq nah, he Barrett. plays hard. He takes Shaq hard Barrett's coaching. Yeah, like 
Even DJ JPP. Yeah, there's no Chris Baker and Deshaun. I'm kind of glad. I like, I'm way more like rooting for this team than the damn Chris Baker and Deshaun and those those little, uh, you know, Deshaun. What he he ran one play and then he was out of the game last week because he hurt himself. Yeah, I know. I had him in fantasy. He uh, <laughs> he pulled a groin, so he's out for the next three weeks. Yowzers. Yeah. So my team's looking pretty rough in fantasy, but whatever. <laughs> Let's not get into that. I tell you what, if there if there was a year you had some shit luck so far, it's, it's been Jesus oh, Christ. I'll give it to you on that one. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, all right. Well, got to get the dub. Like we do on Sunday. Hell yeah, get the dub, baby! Fire cannons, go Rays!